Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, thank you all so much for the beautiful day you've blessed us with so much already this day. Now the blessed opportunity once again to get back into your word. Help us now as we do that. We pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Continuing our Bible study of made to Z in the word knowledge, we'll turn to Genesis chapter 11. We see an interesting event unfolding here where the Lord had instructed mankind to spread out to repopulate the earth after the flood and they pretty much disobeyed and huddled together in one area and we see what he does to spread mankind around the planet once again in chapter 11 where it reads and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. An interesting point to put here is this slime. Slime, if you go back and do the history and see, slime was a result of the worldwide flood with the presence of tar, which was a byproduct of the decaying of the plants and so forth during the flood. So they were able to take crude tar, because there would have been tar pits and so forth, and use that as their mortar. As it continues. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Which is what they were supposed to be doing, but they didn't as far as being scattered. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. They have all one language, and they and this they began to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth? And then he gets into the generations. So see, what he did was he scattered them into various areas and provided them a new language, because that's how he divided them about. He divided them according to their physical attributes, what they had inherited from their parents, and sent them into various areas where they would do the best and gave them a language, gave them an understanding of that language and a, most likely along with that, the alphabet to be able to record that language and communicate. So Lord, right there in that time, gave them that much knowledge and understanding of an entire new language and took away the understanding and knowledge of the language that they had in order to make them separate into the groups that had the common languages and then 
drove them to the various areas that he wanted them to go to populate the entire planet. The Lord, showing his power, showing his might, showing his sovereignty. You do what the Lord wants you to do. Follow his rules, regulations, ordinances, statutes. Or he will make a change, as he did. All right, now turn to Exodus chapter 31. Some verses here concerning the use of the word knowledge. See, I have called by name Bezaliel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in cutting of stones to set them and in carving of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. And I, behold, I have given with him Aholiab, the son of Ahizamot of the tribe of Dan, and in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom, that they may make all that I have commanded thee, the tabernacle of the congregation, and the ark of the testimony, and the mercy seat that, that is thereupon, and all the furniture and of the tabernacle, and the table and his furniture, and the pure candlestick with all his furniture, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering with all his furniture, and the laver and his foot, and the claws of service, and the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office, and, and the anointing oil, and the sweet incense for the holy place, according to all that I have commanded thee, shall they do. Very interesting here how we see the Lord appointed someone to be given a gift from the Lord, the knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and skill to be able to put all these things together, to craft all these things, to gather all this together in the proper way, the way that he wanted it done. He gave them that skill. He gave them that knowledge, that ability to be able to do that. As it said there once again in verse 3, And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom, and in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, to devise cunning works, to work in gold, and in silver, and in brass, and in cutting of stones, to set them, and, and in carving of timber, to work in all manner of workmanship. That was given him. It wasn't taught to him by some other man. He didn't go to college and learn it. He didn't open a book and study it. He didn't go by years of experience of his own. No, it was given to him by God. We can look in our own lives and see that we are able to do things that we cannot understand why or how we are able to do them because they actually come from God, a gift from God to give us skills and abilities to understand and be able to do things straight from the Lord, a gift from God. And that is so awesome. And it's a wonderful example right there of how he can do that. He started out, he did that for Adam. He, another example we had, he did that for Noah. And then here we see pointed out the actual craftsmanship that was given to him 
the knowledge that was given to Bezaliel, the son of Uri, to do all this, a gift from God. So be thankful for the skills that you have because they actually are a gift from God. All right, now let's look at Leviticus in chapter 4. We see some of the Mosaic law here concerning the, the sin offerings and the lack of knowledge of a sin and then that knowledge coming to you and you understand that you've sinned, then what you're supposed to do in accordance to that back during the Levitical priesthood. In Leviticus chapter 4, pick it up in verse 22. When a ruler hath sinned and done somewhat through ignorance against any of the commandments of the Lord his God concerning things which should not be done and is guilty, or if he sin wherein he hath sinned, come to his knowledge, he shall bring his offering a kid of the goats, a male without blemish. Provision made for if you have done something and then you find out after you did it that you shouldn't have done it because it's against the ordinances of the Lord, then there was provision made to get that taken care of. Just as we in our lives, if we do something and then it comes to our knowledge by way of the Holy Ghost that we've done something we shouldn't have done or failed to do something we should have done, then we can take it to the Lord and ask for forgiveness because He has been the ultimate sacrifice. They were having to take the kid or the goats or a male without blemish and sacrifice them. But Jesus Christ is the ultimate sacrifice for all sins now, so we don't have to do that like they did back then because the Lord's done it for all of us. But when you find out you've done something wrong, take it to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. As he continues again in verse 27, And if any one of the common people sin through ignorance, while he doeth somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not to be done and be guilty, or if his sin which he hath sinned come to his knowledge, then he shall bring his offering a kid of the goats, a female without blemish, for his sin which he hath sinned. Provision made. for when you sin through ignorance, that you can take it to the Lord and get forgiveness, just as we today under the time that we are under now, by grace, the Lord has provided us with the opportunity to come to Him and ask forgiveness when we stumble, when we do something. Even if it's done by ignorance, you take it to the Lord and you ask forgiveness and get it right. Get it taken care of. And in Numbers chapter 15, we see this subject continuing. Numbers chapter 15, verse 22 and if ye have erred and not observed all these commandments which the Lord hath spoken unto Moses, even all that the Lord hath commanded you by the hand of Moses from the day that the Lord commanded Moses and henceforward among your generations, then it shall be, if aught be committed by ignorance without the knowledge of the congregation, that all the congregation shall offer one young bullock for a burnt offering for a sweet savor unto the Lord, with his meat offering and his drink offering, according to the manner 
of one kid of the goats for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for all the congregation of the children of Israel, and it shall be forgiven them, for it is ignorance. And they shall bring their offering, a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord, and their sin offering before the Lord for their ignorance. And it shall be forgiven all the congregation of the children of Israel. And the stranger that sojourneth among them, seeing all the people were in ignorance, and if any soul sin through ignorance, then he shall bring a she-goat of the first year for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for the soul that sinneth ignorantly. When he sinneth by ignorance before the Lord to make an atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. Ye shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel, and for the stranger that sojourneth among them. But the soul that doeth aught presumptuously, whether he be born in the land or a stranger, the same reproacheth the Lord, and that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Because he hath despised the word of the Lord, and hath broken his commandment, that soul shall utterly be cut off, his iniquity shall be upon him." shows that there's a difference between sinning with the knowledge of knowing that that is a sin and sinning with the ignorance of not knowing that it's a sin. So if we're doing something and we find out, either by revelation from the Holy Ghost or by studying the Word of God, that that's something we shouldn't have been doing, then we take it to the Lord and we ask forgiveness for it. Jesus Christ has been the ultimate sacrifice for us. We don't have to go through these mosaic rituals, but we do have to take it and ask forgiveness for it. So let's keep our interest in studying and finding out what the will of the Lord is for us. Listen up to the Holy Ghost. Be guided by Him so that we can always stay in the will of the Lord and stay sinless. All right, now turn to Second Chronicles. And we see here a reference of more knowledge being given to someone. Just like we saw being given to Adam and to Noah and the others, we see here awesome amount of knowledge and wisdom given to the son of David, King Solomon, in Second Chronicles chapter 1, pick it up in verse 7. In that night did God appear unto Solomon, and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast showed great mercy unto David my father, and hast made me to reign in his stead. Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David my father be established, for thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Give me now wisdom and knowledge, that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this thy people that is so great? Isn't that awesome that that's what he asked for? As he continues, And God said to Solomon, Because this was in thine heart, and thou hast not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet hast asked long life, but hast asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made thee king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee. And I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none 
of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. He had his heart right. He had his mind right. He had priorities right. And the Lord knew that. And he granted him his request for the knowledge and wisdom. And on top of that, gave him all this extra stuff. So isn't that awesome? The grace, the generosity that comes from the Lord. That he blesses us so much more than we even ask for. Such a wonderful, merciful, gracious God. And given to him great wisdom that when we get further into our studies, we'll see some of the writings of Solomon and the Proverbs and of some of that wisdom. But for now, let's go to Job in chapter 38. And here we see a reference to knowledge that the Lord is speaking to Job in reference to knowledge. Reads, Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? There's a lot of people that have assumed things. There's a lot of people that have questioned things and have criticized things concerning the Lord and His creation and His domain have assumed this by their own imaginations and have come up with things that they have taught others, such as all the ridiculousness about evolution and the Big Bang Theory and all that craziness and the false teachings that we still see prevalent today, the false religions, things that they've come up with in their own imagination that they have done out of ignorance and have done out of vanity and the Lord addresses that point right here. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Just like all these crazy folks that, that teach about evolution where were they were they there they dig up a bone or they dig up a fossil of this or that and they come up with a date out of their own imagination were they there did they see that event take place where's the record of it where's it written we have the written record of the word of god they have their own imaginations they've come up with as it continues who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it, whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy, or who shut up the sea with doors when it brake forth, as if it had issued out of the womb? When I made the cloud the garment thereof, and thick darkness a swaddling band for it, and break up for it my decreed place, and set bars and doors, and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further, and here shall thy proud waves be stayed. 
Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days, and caused the day spring to know his place? The Lord is in control of all of his creation. He keeps it in existence. By his word, everything is in existence. The seasons are under his control. The forces of nature that we see all around us are being controlled by Jesus Christ. Life itself is in his power, in his hand. The life of the every little cell, every little particle in existence Everything is being held together by His Word and controlled by His Word. That it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it. It is turned as clay to the seal, and they stand as a garment. And from the wicked their light is withholden, and the high arm shall be broken. Hast thou entered into the springs of the sea, or hast thou walked in the search of the depths? Have the gates of death been opened unto thee, or hast thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? We cannot really even comprehend what life and death is. Hast thou perceived the breath of the earth? Declare if thou knowest it all. Where is the way where light dwelleth? We cannot even really understand what light is. Can we recreate it by using the substances that the Lord has given us to work with, like light a match and see the light from that? Yes, but why that process occurs, we really can't comprehend that. Where is the way where light dwelleth? And as for darkness, where is the place thereof that thou shouldest take it to the bound thereof, and that thou shouldest know the paths to the house thereof? Knowest thou it because thou wast then born, or because the number of thy days is great? Were you there in the day of creation? Can you recall what happened, in other words, when he spoke light into existence? Hast thou entered into the treasures of the snow? Or hast thou seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of battle and war? By what way is the light parted, which scattereth the east wind upon the earth? Who hath divided a water course for the overflowing of waters, or a way for the lightning of thunder, to cause it to rain on the earth? where no man is, on the wilderness wherein there is no man. We have these idiots that are trying to control the weather because they think that mankind is in control of what they call climate change. The Lord controls the climate, not mankind. He's not going to tolerate mankind to do something that's going to disturb his plan. He'll just take him out. Mankind needs to humble himself, submit himself, admit that, yes, we have been given responsibility to take care of this planet by not messing things up. Don't make it dirty and filthy and uncomfortable to live. But the arrogance to think that we have control over the climate? No way. This continues. 
to satisfy the desolate and waste ground, and to cause the bud of the tender herb to spring forth? Hath the rain a father, or who hath begotten the drops of dew? Out of whose womb came the ice and the hoary frost of heaven? Who hath gendered it? The waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. Canst thou bind the sweet influence of Pilates, or loose the bands of Orion? Talking about the constellations, the stars themselves. Canst thou bring forth Mazaroth in his season, or canst thou guide Arcturus with his sons? Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? Canst thou lift up thy voice to the clouds, that abundance of waters may cover thee? Canst thou send lightnings, that they may go, and say unto thee, Here we are? Who hath put wisdom in the inward parts, or who hath given understanding to the heart? Who can number the clouds in wisdom, or who can stay the bottles of heaven? When the dust groweth into hardness, and the clods cleave fast together, wilt thou hunt the prey for the lion, or fill the appetite of the young lions? When they couch in their dens, and abide in the covert to lie in wait, who provideth for the raven his food when his young ones cry unto God? They wander for lack of meat. Run right on into chapter 39. Knowest thou the time when the wild goats of the rock bring forth? Or canst thou mark when the hinds do cleave? Canst thou number the months that they fulfill? Or knowest thou the time when they bring forth? They bow themselves, they bring forth their young ones, they cast out their sorrows. Their young ones are in good liking, they grow up with corn, they go forth and return not unto them. And he continues, talking about his creation, all the things that he controls, the actions, what mankind calls instinct in the animals, that's wisdom that comes from God. That's knowledge that the Lord has given those creatures. It comes from the Lord. Just like it continues over in Job 42, in verse 1, Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do anything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eyes seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself, and repent in dust and ashes. The Lord spoke to Job. He listened. He humbled himself. He repented for his attitude. And he was blessed. The Lord blessed him with so much, twice as much as what he had before, a bunch of kids, a bunch of possessions, a bunch of animals, and everything, because Job kept the right attitude. He got some lessons through this. Yes, it was a challenging time. It was very hard, a lot of loss, a lot of hardship, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. But in the end, he was blessed for it. He was rewarded for his, his steadfastness. 
So we need to do the same thing. Stead, stay steadfast, stand true, lean on the Lord, hold on. Ask for the knowledge that you need. Ask for the wisdom that you need like Solomon did. Take that. Use it to bring honor and glory to the Lord. Be thankful for everything He's already given to us. Be good stewards of everything He's blessed us with, our bodies and everything that we encounter, everything we interact with. Know that it all belongs to Him and controlled by Him. And thank you, Lord, for the knowledge you give us as we let us pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we truly thank you for the many blessings you pour upon us and the knowledge that you give us, the knowledge that you reveal to us as we study your word. Help us to stay hungry, to dig in there, to find that knowledge, and encourage us to go out and share that with others as well so they can draw closer to you and know your perfect will for their life so that we can all bring honor and glory to you as we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Thank you all.